Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. National Hockey League fake news. It's a lot of fake news. How about that? These players, Steven Stamkos, Shea Weber, and Mark Giordano. Do you know what these three all have in common? They're all the captains of their hockey clubs. If you believe that any one of those guys isn't going to be playing for their current team next year, you are an idiot. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is uh, Good Morning Canada or Western Canada. Good afternoon to those in uh, the eastern part of the world on this continent. Don't mind me. I'm just uh, tweeting, Darren. All right. Moose DuPont's here. Here we go. Football Friday for Flame Tech. Live now. Boom. Gone. All right. Okay. Good. Let's go. Let's roll. You can watch on Game Plus Television. Watch on YouTube. Watch on Facebook. Listen live at rodpeterson.com. And away we go. Uh, it is a lot of football today for two hours. Coming up, A.J. Jakubik. The voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks, and I might add the Ottawa Blackjacks, by the way, of the Canadian Elite Basketball League. AJ is going to be joining us from the nation's capital, Ottawa, Ontario. And from Post Media, the uh, best-selling author, the beat writer for the Leader Post newspaper covering the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Rob Vanstone. He's coming up in hour two. This here is what we call the warm-up, where we will cover a lot of football-related topics, but also everything else that is going on in sports today. And, uh, Moose, I don't know if you've noticed, it's a hot one. Oh, yeah, 34 or 5 this afternoon. Uh 90, 91, Ooh. actually. 91. Like, <laughs> For our American friends. Well, you know, I've started using both, too, because yes. uh, we have viewers down there. And it's hot, hot, hot. But I, you know what? I love it. It can be hot. I, I'll, I'm here for that. I'm loving this, too. Uh, Patrolman Pete's watching. Let's give him a ring of the bell. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg. Going to hit up as many sponsors as I can. Four Seasons Sports Palace Suds Car Wash. Let's go. How about Capital Automall, Prairie Mobile Communications, hit them all. Direct West, hit them all. But if you like what we're doing here on a daily basis, 
please support our sponsors. It's what keeps us on the air. I really wasn't ready to go, Moose. We have a live studio audience here, as usual. Tristan, I'm going to give you one opportunity. Yell hi or yell something. Hi. There you go. We got Tristan here. We got Tristan. There you go. So we've been hosting him and... And uh, having fun here today. So I didn't get everything lined up and ready to go. Football Friday is brought to you by Flame Tech, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. And maybe we'll see Denton, who runs Flame Tech, as we head to Saskatoon tonight, which is coming up. The reason why in our quick six show topics, please hit that, Director Jordan, if you don't mind. (laughs) Nobody's more upset than Jordan. I asked him why he doesn't have his convertible out, and he doesn't have it plated. The man with far too many cars. I know. Right? right? This is the time yeah, 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 that he's, you want your top off. He's Regina's Jay Leno. He's Regina's Jay Leno. Absolutely. Okay. Number one, not to start off on a downer per se, but the number one quick six show topic is the Canadian Football League announcing on Thursday 10 positive COVID tests in pre-training camp. This was not new. We fortunately got familiar with this in our work with the Western Hockey League Major Junior where – Every week, the WHL would announce positive tests. And I don't know, was the NHL doing that? This, I, I can't remember. The, yeah, but they, they didn't have were, any. Pardon me? But they didn't have any positive tests. Uh, fair, true. But 10 plus in the CFL, but the camps are still going on. So all I can guess is that away they roll towards August 5th. Um, point two, that's really all I have to say on that. I have more CFL notes that we'll get to because it is a Flame Tech Football Friday and it is Canada. Uh, but point two, Saints defensive lineman David Onyemata suspended for a banned substance. I think players, when they're found guilty, test positive for banned substances. There's like a handbook. Because did you see his statement, by the way, on, the, on this? The same as everybody else's <laughs> statement on this. That's what I <laughs> didn't know. Didn't know. I'm sorry. Wasn't aware of what I was putting in my body. I should have been more aware of what I was putting in my body. So my bad. He's not appealing. He's basically admitting guilt and saying he'll do better next time. He played at the University of Manitoba. I think he was raised in Winnipeg, right? I saw this. It's Three Down Nation has the whole story on this, but he was a draft choice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, but he never will see hide nor hair of the Canadian Football League because he's been great for the Saints on one of the best teams in the National Football League, yeah. but he's going to miss part of 2021 because of a positive banned substance. And um, he didn't know what he was putting into his body. His bad. Point three, Toronto Argonauts head coach Ryan Dinwiddie says he's getting impatient with wide receiver Martavis Bryant. And listen, these guys know. they. You use the term coach speak. We all take what they say as face value. And I don't believe I'm sure that Ryan did, but he is getting very impatient with Martavis Bryant, but I got to say this. What did you think you were getting guys with Martavis Bryant, that he was going to miraculously have this makeover as a human being and show up and be a choir boy. He hasn't even showed up yet, let alone become a choir boy. Now the Argos are my boys fast becoming probably my rooting interest in the Canadian football league. For this year, anyways. Those are my guys. Dinwiddie, love them. Murph, love them. Pinner, love them. But what did they expect with Martavis Bryant? It's passport issues. It's still passport issues. But this guy was basically booted out of the National Football League. 
you would like because Paxton Lynch showed up and has been completely humble, right? He, yeah, it was very honest of him to say, "I didn't realize the CFL is such a difficult league." And yeah, I'd like to get back to the NFL. Martavis Bryant just acting like this is an. From what I've read, this is an annoyance to him to come to Canada and continue his career. See the difference? Yeah, no, it does, and unfortunately. You know, we're not at the border with Martavis Bryan and know what's going on. And he might actually be hung up with real passport issues. Maybe he didn't get it renewed. Maybe there's something on his record that we don't, we're not talking about or whatever. And maybe there's real issues. But your reputation comes with you, man. Everywhere you go, that reputation follows you. And if you're a difficult person, if you've had trouble in the past, our first thought is that there's trouble here. And it's here's Martavis Bryan being difficult again. And it might not be the case, but as long as he's not here... We're going to continue to think that and wonder, and Dinwiddie's going to be impatient, and you sign this guy from the NFL to see what he's got, and Ryan Dinwiddie is slowly running out of time to make some really key decisions in a really crowded receiver group, and he wants Martavis Bryant to be a part of that. He might not even ever get a chance. They'll be fine without Martavis Bryant. The uh, Martavis Bryant, I believe, needs the CFL more than the CFL needs Martavis Bryant, nor the Toronto Argonauts. And by the way, before I move on, here is a ranking For the Rough Riders fans that are watching right now, here's a ranking of the quarterbacks by somebody from the team because they're on the field right now as we're on the air every day. So I haven't seen them. But number one, this is an order of play, one through five. Number one, Cody Fajardo. Number two, Isaac Harker. Number three, Mason Fine. Three B, Paxton Lynch. And number four, Tom Flacco. And the notes are Cody looks great. He's pushing the ball. Wouldn't be surprised if he led the league this year. Mason Fine and Paxton Lynch are doing pretty well. Flacco's no slouch. It's a really good quarterback room. So that's the report from uh, the Ryder Nation. There's your ranking of what the guys have done here through six days of training camp. It is Flame Tech Football Friday, but we're just going to sashay over to something else. Point four, the quick show topics here in the warm-up, which is brought to you, of course, by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E-Cold Electric, let's get to work. Uh, number four, NHL protected lists. I'm sorry, I'm getting tingles about these protected lists will be announced on Saturday. I'm, I'm sensing that this country is very excited about. Can you guys do us a favor? When you're announcing these protected lists, all 31 te- 30 teams, because Vegas isn't. Don't just do the protected list. Can you do the guys you're not protecting? It would save us a lot of time. I know. <laughs> if you notice that. Because you want to see, okay, they protected these guys, but who's available? Right. I want to look at the list. Of, okay, who can they pick? Because that's what I want to look at. I want to look at who's available. Every league does it. It's not just an NHL thing. Mm-hmm. But every night this week, I've been watching TSN's That's Hockey or, of course, Sports Center. Craig Button's on there. And he, last night it was the Canucks list. And I can't remember who else. He's been doing all Canadian teams this week. And I'm like, well, that's not much to go on. Like the line from Slapshot. Yeah. That's not much to go on, Reg. Give us the guys that are available. Just save us a lot of time. Uh, But, and it's interesting too, by the way, he said about the Vancouver Canucks, he's like, this is really easy. And you look at that list for the Vancouver Canucks, which aired last night, and I'm like, they should be better. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of talent there. Very good in goal. I've long said I'm a Travis Green fan. I've been saying that since they've been trying to skid him out of there. 
five years ago. What is missing with the Vancouver Canucks? Unless there, there just isn't enough quality depth. I'm not some con- I'm missing something. Yeah, there's some continuity issues. And that was the team that you thought was going to be number one. Well, I did. But the continuity issues were bigger than, than I thought. And as much as Thatcher Demko is capable of being a really good starting goaltender in the National Hockey League, they really missed Markstrom. And he never had quite the same level of success in Calgary that he did in Vancouver. But sometimes a fit is a fit is a fit, right? And, you know, Chris Tanev, Tyler Toffoli, those were two really big pieces up front and on the back end. And you start to lose some of those identity pieces. And sometimes the locker room just doesn't hold up, even if you have Besser. And even if you have, you know, some of the, uh, you know, Patterson and some of the top-end talent that Vancouver has, they'll be fine. They're going to continue to get better. But those guys, you know, are more important than you think, even if they're not uh, showing up on the score sheet every night. William May watching in Canada's only border city. Lloyd Minster says the Jets were the other team, Rod. And thank you for the reminder. And that was a pretty easy list, too, I think, for Craig Button to do and their general manager, Kevin Sheveldayoff. You know who the goalie's going to be. You know who the defense is going to be. Great group of forwards. They're going to be good. But the only, well, two teams that I looked at the list that Craig Button put out there and Ottawa was one where I was like, eee. But they're young. They're very, very young. Yeah. And we didn't see Ottawa. A, we didn't see Ottawa a ton this year. The fans in Eastern Canada did. I mean, we saw them more than we normally do. But we think they're going to make a major step. Wasn't it Mark Mathot that said they're going to make the playoffs next year? They're going to make a really big step. I mean, they've got the young players, the Chuck, Stutzla. There's some other really good young pieces. Maybe because it's Ottawa. But you just, they don't have Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. That's right. Hello, Zach Hyman. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I think the Leafs list is, is Dees. Edmonton didn't look that exciting either. Any more on this? No, it's good. I wrote down, yeah. I wrote down what Jason Greger said the other day, who, who the orders might lose. It was not a tantalizing list, Darren. Cahoon, Kara, Benson, Russell. Some guy named Lagason? Not really worried about who you're going to lose if you're Edmonton. And, you know, and you shouldn't be. I mean, we don't know. They're, they're talking about, we said yesterday, Giordano might not be protected and he might be gone. You know, a new team needs some veteran leadership, even if you're uh. taking a guy only for a couple of seasons. Um, yeah, if I'm Edmonton, I'm not overly worried about losing a, a key piece here because you only have a few. Glad to uh, hear you say that about Giordano and stuff because I was, again, watching that hockey, and they're talking about Shea Weber. And now here's the latest. He might not even play next year. He's that hurt. So they might leave him unprotected and say, Seattle, you know, if you take him, that's a real risk. I'm like, I'm sitting there watching that going, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, yeah, they would. Oh, yeah, they would. <laughs> oh, yeah, You know they exactly would. what I'm saying. Exactly. They're putting a smoke screen out there going, hey, Seattle, if you're dumb enough to take this guy, because we don't even know if he can play. We don't even. It's that playing possum, as we say it out here. Is that, is that a worldwide term? I hope here so. In, but the possums, they just lay dead on the road like they're dead. And then when the cars go by, it's, oh, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> they're playing possum. With Shea Weber. And really, when you think about it, will Ron Francis, the general manager of the Seattle Kraken, be able to get access to a medical report of Shea Weber? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, but 
Ron Francis is a hockey guy. He can find somebody in the Okanagan that will connect to somebody that will know Shea Weber, and they're going to do their due diligence on all of these guys. They're, you're not going to, like, we're, I, I hope we're past the days of drafting a dead person or, you know, guys who aren't going to play or career, guys who already have career-ending injuries. Yep. I think we're past that, but you just never know what these guys are thinking. It's a huge game of chess. Big game of chess. I'm just, that's, was, Darren picked up what I was saying, but he gets me more than most people. What I'm saying is they wouldn't put, they would lie. These teams don't lie, right? And then he meets a doctor and has a miracle recovery. <laughs> Poof! He's fine! The car drives On by. July 22nd. Yeah. Um, uh, point five, the Blue Jays. We don't have time for this now. We'll do it later. A second half outlook. It's my commentary today on Cat Country 98 FM and Rock 98.5. Go, go listen to that or go read it at rodpeterson.com. They're saying the Jays got to win 45 games in the second half, and they might. The problem is they're eight games off the pace. Now, we remember the years they were 25 off the pace when they came back from the All-Star break. So they are a contender. It's just they got a lot of work left to be done. But dang, they're exciting. CEBL, we are going tonight. To Sastel Center, we're going to be watching the Guelph Nighthawks, the Saskatchewan Rattlers, Canadian Elite Basketball League play, and we can't wait. We're going to be courtside, and I thank the Rattlers for that. Fear the fang. Uh, the Prairie, uh, sorry, the uh, Capital Automall Universal Collision Center text, sorry, poll question today is, are you still carrying a mask with you? 71% on Twitter saying yes, and what are they saying? Yeah, 73% say yes on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, can I say, here's my answer. Yes, when I remember. Tristan's waving in as he's got his. I, when I remember. But most places, uh, most places, I'm not wearing it. I've never been into a place in this province since we've been open where I've had to wear it. Yeah. I carry it in everywhere. I carry it with me. And if I walk in and everybody's got it on, I'll put it on. That hasn't happened yet. I've walked in and... One out of ten people might be wearing theirs. So I feel pretty right. comfortable. I just don't want to disrespect anybody. So I carry it, but I don't wear it. Uh, quick text on the Prairie Mobile text line. Jamie says, hello from foggy Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia today. The Argos seem like the front runners to win the Grey Cup with Charleston Hughes and company signing in T.O., but I can't count out the Red Blacks either. He goes on to talk about uh, COVID in the Maritimes. He says, the buzz in Halifax about a possible CFL team is gaining traction again. Oddly enough, I was just thinking about that the other day, and I don't know what made me think of it. Stephen in North Dakota watching, Crosby, North Dakota. He says, there can only be six of me in the stands at one time. Ratio rule. Wah, wah, wah. That is an inside CFL joke right there. Six feet apart. No, we don't have that in Saskatchewan, and I don't think you have it in North Dakota. Fire it up. Fire it up. Fire the cannons. How about that? We're filling the stadium. Yes, do it. That's from USA North Dakota import fan number 13, Stephen in Crosby, North Dakota. This has been the warm-up for e Electric. And when we come back, A.J. Jakubik, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks and the Ottawa Blackjacks and the 67s and the Senators and every other team, the Fury in the nation's capital. I think he must be a good friend of Justin Trudeau's. We'll find out when we come back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey guys, the Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships and concerts are all in this summer. You know what isn't? A wild and hairy bush. Tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. If any athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like Olympic gold? Fellas, do right by your balls and join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going with the code FANSIDED20. I know I talk about it every day in the podcast, but listen, we've all done it. We've all had to groom ourselves. No clunky razors that are meant for your face, or dare I say your back, or pain in the ass extension cords, leaning over the toilet. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 comes in a convenient size. It was specifically designed for trimming below the waist. Make it happen, guys. The world is starting to open, and the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Again, free shipping around the world and 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back to the RP Show, everybody. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. Lots of uh, topics to get to with our next guest, which we'll bring on in a moment. Just want to tell you that the Prairie Mobile text line is open, 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaskTel Mobility uh, dealer. I don't know. I feel like it's a Friday and people should be gregarious. We're in a heat wave. It's fun. And I see people getting pissy. In the comment section about my Trudeau comment. Like, my God. Bye-bye. It was just... I can't believe it. Yeah. Let's bring him in. AJ Jackovic. You know, I'm always interested to chat with AJ, who joins us from his hotel room in Winnipeg. How you doing there, bud? I'm outstanding. I will be as gregarious as I can be, and I probably won't oppose you on whatever you said on JT. <laughs> I didn't really say anything other than that you guys might be friends. Have you met him, the Prime Minister? I've never met him. No, no. Okay. The last, uh, the last prime ministers that I met were Preston Manning. Uh, sorry, I mean I, he wasn't the prime minister, but I met Jean Chrétien and Preston Manning when uh, Chrétien was PM and uh, and Manning was the opposition leader. Ended up going. I was visiting my sister in Ottawa at the time, living in Edmonton, and uh, actually I thought, even though you know I was voting. Uh, Manning's way. I actually thought Cretchan was a way cooler guy than Manning. Yeah, well, you know, one of the um, cool things in my life was, as you know, you were there, front row seat, were the 27 days that we stayed in Ottawa with the Rough Riders. Remember that? Uh, what was it, 2017 in the fall? Remember? You and I were together the whole time, and I just got this sense yeah. that Ottawa is like the biggest small town. You guys all know each other and stuff. So I just thought you would mm. bump into Trudeau at a Don't Air shop or something in downtown Ottawa from time to time. But I guess that didn't, hasn't happened yet. No. Honestly, one of the more strange things about living here and, and then you go elsewhere is, like, I, I think there's this sense that, that that basically you're bumping into these guys all the time. Like, I, I never see them. And I'm out quite <laughs> a bit. I literally never see them. Like, it's not like I'm just going out to, you know, a burger spot and, and all of a sudden, oh, hey, there's 
you know, the, the minister of finance or the opposition critic of, of health. And no, I don't see these people, honestly. And, uh, you know, it's funny when people like I was in Edmonton broadcasting a game, which is, you know, my hometown. And I had people yelling at, at the booth as if it was like I, I was representative of, of the people who were in Ottawa. I'm like, no, you understand the way it worked. There's over 300 MPs and they're from all over the country and they just happen to congregate in the city that, that I uh, live in now. And, and so, anyways, it is what it is. No, 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 it's fine. But listen, I, when you said they were yelling at you in the broadcast booth in Edmonton, this is what I thought yeah. of. It. Come, they came to yell at me, at me. Some guy stood there, he's like, Peterson, you're a hack. It was over something I'd said about the Eskimos. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. Maybe Get it was mind. the same guy. <laughs> Pro- Older, gray-haired, glasses, Eskimo jersey. Is that what he looked like? Could have been. Could have been. You don't remember? Oh, you just just heard him. You didn't see him. Okay. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says. Oh, no, I saw him. Oh, you did? Jeff, a few years ago. I'm not. uh, I still don't have. I I couldn't. I couldn't uh, draw a sketch of him. Let's put it that way. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I went to a Flames game once with Prime Minister Harper. Same way Rod went to a game with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that was in that was in San Diego. Anyways, we only got nine minutes, AJ, so I need you to yep. compress your thoughts on a variety of topics here. One is the Canadian football. We'll get to the CPL because you're there in Winnipeg for that, obviously, the CPL bubble. But yep. the Red Blacks are in training camp. I, poor you, trying to cover two teams from one location. But how excited two, are you? That, about four or five. <laughs> whatever it is, yeah. Seven, yeah, seven <laughs> days into training camp. What's your Ottawa Red Blacks report? Yeah, I, I think uh, I'm not as down on this team as, as a lot of people are. I, I think uh, there are a lot of different reasons why. I think the strength of, of this team compared to what we saw in 2019 could be the coaching staff. And and look, I, I, I think the world of Rick Campbell, probably just time for a fresh start. He thought so um, as well, which is why he left in, in the first place. And, and And to me, it wasn't about necessarily Rick, but I feel like, you know, the, the team that won the Grey Cup in 2016, you know, there are a lot of pieces to that coaching staff that left from Travis Moore to Ike Charlton to Brian Chu and then Jamie Elizondo as well. So I, I just felt like the staff needed, uh, you know, a little bit of refreshing and, you know, to bring in Paul Apolise, who, you know, I, to me, he's the best offensive coordinator in the league and he's still working in that role. And yes, he's probably going to have to do a little bit of, making chicken soup out of you-know-what. But I, I, I think they're probably just going to change things a little bit in terms of, okay, they started five Canadians on the O-line. Clearly, losses like Brad Sinopoli and Alex Mateus are not easy to replace because they're all-star Canadians. You can replace all-star Americans a little bit easier, not so much with the Canadians, just because there isn't as much depth. So that's problematic but i i think you can get through it as long as you stay healthy so look i'm not picking them to win the east hamilton's got you know a lot of players back a lot of continuity but can they be in the mix with montreal and toronto i I think too many people are just looking at rosters when you haven't seen a game played in two years and saying okay this team they're gonna win well we we don't know we we don't know how everyone's gonna play after two years we don't know how some of these new guys are gonna be so i i think uh, it's too way too early to write off anyone in the league at this stage. Well, uh, absolutely. Mike Horrigan writes in from uh, 
Toronto, he says, you guys are going to stink this year. Argos. <laughs> hey, you've been in Ontario long enough. You're a Western guy like me, but that Ontario rivalry, particularly in the CFL, is something, isn't it? It's something to behold. It's fun. I'd like to see it grow with Toronto a little bit more, to be honest. Uh, they haven't played a playoff game against them. I, I think back to 2015, the last time that three teams from the East made the playoffs, and you had an Argos team that was very good that ended up not even reaching the Eastern final. And, and they beat the Red Blacks that year, who won 12 games all three times, including like one of the best games I've ever called, which is 38-35 Ottawa home game, technically. Um, it was a Toronto home game, but it was played in Ottawa because they were moving all over the place that year with Rogers Center and all that. And Chad Owens made the one-handed catch in the end zone. So Ottawa's got a terrific rivalry already with Hamilton. I think there's a genuine dislike there. But, uh, and, and of course, Toronto and Hamilton speaks for itself. I'd love to see it grow with the Argos for sure. Uh, so some questions coming in from uh, the viewers here. They want to talk soccer, and I'll get to that in a moment, but... Uh, the Matt Nichols thing. How's that going over? And do you believe that he can be the man to lead you guys to the promised land? Because you know what? You guys have been around since 2014. You've had a pretty good track record. Henry Burris, Trevor Harris, like those are some big shoes. That's what Matt Nichols is following now, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it was Dominic Davis in, in 2019 because uh, Trevor Harris moved to Edmonton. Of course, Hank retired uh, after the 2016 Grey Cup, but Look, is he going to fill the shoes of Henry Burris? I don't know. Those are pretty uh, pretty big shoes to fill. But here's the thing. I, I just think when you're talking about a new head coach, new offensive coordinator, and also you haven't played in almost two years, to have a quarterback that has the familiarity and experience, not just with the league, but with that head coach and, and OC and the relationship that he has with Paul LaPolice, I mean, that in the end is why they made the decision to, kind of swap quarterbacks, right? And in, in the end, Dinwiddie and, and Arbuckle probably felt a little bit more comfortable with one another as they worked together in Toronto, but also same thing in Ottawa. So I, I think that gives them a head start out of the game. That's another reason why I just wouldn't write off this team. I mean, he's won 60% of the football games that he started in this league. So, you know, he, he's, he's a solid quarterback. He, he was part of a, a, a real good program in Winnipeg and and uh, here's hoping, if you're an Ottawa fan, that they can recreate some of the same magic that they did in Winnipeg uh, in the nation's capital. AJ, we had a viewer write in here yesterday from Kitchener and said he's tried to buy Argos tickets, but he can't. I think he said their first home game is three weeks away. Can you give me the – because we're all the way out here in the West, where, as you know, we got a lot of space. We're wide open. You guys aren't. What's the angst for crowds in Ontario for CFL games here? Where are we at? Yeah, it's 15,000 right now for uh, anything starting today. Actually, if they had a home game today, they could get 15,000 in there. So stage three basically open today. Uh, from what I understand, if everything goes well in the next three weeks, it, we could see uh, another stage implemented in, in terms of that, which would be huge, uh, especially for the Red Blocks, because you know they've got about 12,000 season ticket holders. Amazingly, they... 97% renewal from from two years ago, which I, I think is a staggering number. It just goes to show how much, uh, you know, fans here miss just sporting events, but but Red Blacks football and the event that it's become uh, as well. So, yeah, they're hopeful that they'll be able to do that because with 12,000 season tickets, it's going to be 
tough to accommodate anyone that wants to go to a single game if it's just a 15, but uh, one step at a time, we're, we're just thankful that. Uh... Oh, do we lose his audio? Chris Bird in Toronto says the Argos first home game is in five weeks. Still time to get tickets sorted out. I don't understand. And I'm glad that I don't have to answer these questions because you said it's 15,000. So are they not on sale yet? I don't understand. It's not my thing. You, you did as well as anybody could with your explanation, AJ, but I'm not ticket master, nor are you. Uh, I, you still there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm still yeah, here. Yeah, we got you. So just lastly, before I let you go for the soccer fans, can you talk about the CPL bubble in Winnipeg and how that's going down for you guys? Yeah. I mean, I arrived late, but, uh, Certainly, uh, I, I got here Monday. I broadcast the game yesterday against, uh, you know, Atletico Ottawa against Valor FC from Winnipeg. And um, it, I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I mean, you know, I was in a bubble last year for, for seven weeks in PEI when they held this event. It's terrific that they've been able to do it. They're playing eight games here in the bubble. And then, uh, you know, once once they're done here by next week, it'll be 20 games for the rest of the season, 10 home, 10 away. Um it was just great. There, there were a few hundred fans at the game yesterday. They're allowed a couple thousand, and, and I think there are about eight or 900 in, in the stadium. It was just great to, to call a game. I've called a few in, in basketball and hockey as well and soccer without fans since the pandemic started and blessed to be able to do it. Um, but it was just great to, to be able to call a game where we actually had fans in the stands. And, and to think that we're not that far away from that, uh, you know, all across sports in this country, Long overdue, but but super excited about that. But just yeah, like I said, it's it's great to be here. It's uh, you know a lot of the same protocols that that uh, they went through last year. Um, you can kind of see that thousand yard stare on uh, on people who have been here for a few weeks now and missing their families. Like Atletico Ottawa, they spent two months in Madrid training, came back to two weeks quarantining in Ottawa, and then came straight to Winnipeg, and they've been here for a month. So you know. You have to admire the sacrifice of all the, the the athletes, whether they're highly paid or not, just being away from their families and and doing this as long as they have. And hopefully we uh, hopefully this is the last bubble I ever see uh, uh, when it comes to sports for a long time. I get it. I get it. I get it. Voice of the Ottawa Red Black CFL team, AJ Jakubik with us and Atletico Ottawa. Hey, who are the Sens going to lose in the uh, Seattle expansion draft? I think a goalie. Um, I, but but we'll see. I mean, I, I think they'd love to lose, uh, you know, a guy like Dadnov or Tierney, who are legit NHL players but have bigger contracts. Um, but it, when when you talk about goaltending, uh, both Joey Decord and and Philip Gustafson look great in a very small window. I get it. Last year, you can only protect one of those guys. We'll see who they decide to protect. They can still pr- protect Matt Murray too, but I would think they protect one of Decord or Gustafson. And then the, the thing, if you're Seattle, I, I, I don't think they're going to pick the quarter Gustafson if they do to be their number one or even their number two. But these guys are waiver exempt next year. So you can pick one of those guys, send them down to the American Hockey League and have them be their, your, your number three goaltender and, and a goaltender of the future. And I think both have real bright futures in the NHL. So that would be my bet. But uh, there seem to be some that think they might lose a Tierney or a Dadnov. We're more NHL ready. I just think part of the puzzle means that there's probably going to be better players available to you at, at that type of salary point. AJ, outstanding uh, update on all the Ottawa sports teams. Enjoy Winnipeg, the Slurpee capital, and uh, we'll chat soon. 
Hoping to be in Regina in, uh, at the end of August, Roddy. So look forward to it. Uh, always a pleasure. I'll be here looking for you. Thanks, AJ. AJ Jackson is joining us uh, from his hotel room in Winnipeg from the Canadian Premier League bubble. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. More CFL chatter when we come back. Maybe NFL too. Moose took off. Where'd he go, Tristan? Where'd he's, over he... here. he's over here. He's there? Okay. I can handle it if he's not. Live studio audience here today on a Flame Tech Football Friday in the bunker. We'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus Television Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. We found the moose. He's no longer loose. I am not. You were taking care of business. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> nice to see you back. Thank you. Glad to be back. Uh, a few things going on. We're going on a road trip today. It's been a while, hey? Well, it's been at least a week. <laughs> it's been a while. Since we were at Montreal. Feels like a long time right. ago. We never spent two hours in a car at one time, though, just walking around. There you go. Um, from our viewers, before I get into a sports update, here's a few good ones here. Uh, from Ali Hicks. She says, happy football Friday, RP show from downtown Edmonton. Not as smoky today. For the Riders season opener, we'd love to go, but our schedule doesn't work for us to be there. We'll be there for other games for sure. Go Riders. Chris Bird in Toronto. Argos fans, as I watched the interview with Dan Ralph on the Mark cast, that's the podcast affiliated with the XFL and Dan Ralph covers the Canadian Football League for the Canadian press, just so you all know. So he says, I watched the interview with Dan Ralph on the MarkCast. When Dan is, uh, say, well, Dan is a respected reporter of things CFL, I believe his reporting of the Argos moving to the XFL is highly charged with his conjecture. How about that? Well, Chris, I didn't watch it. Dan Ralph has me blocked on Twitter, and we're not fans of each other. So when I saw that he was being interviewed on the MarkCast, I said... Uh, pass. How about that? Jeff, the Stamps fan, regarding my comment that Winnipeg is the slurpy capital of Canada. He says, growing up, I was more a fan of Max Slush Cat rather than the Slurpee because Max had a long-running promotion of NHL Collector Cups. Now, can you put it on the two-shot? I, I think we've hit on something very important here right now. Oh, yeah. Jeff, the Stamps fan, clearly a very smart guy because he watches this show every day. I was going to say it's all marketing because you understand the Max Slush Cat or the 7-Eleven Slurpee, it's the same thing. It's frozen juice. It's frozen, frozen pop. It's just what you call it. Yes. And yeah, if it's a hot enough day, you're going to go to either place what's ever close enough, correct? That's right. So you chose one over the other, but did you really care? I, here's the thing. Max never had a Dr. Pepper Slurpee, so clearly I'm going to go out of my way to 7-Eleven to get a Dr. Pepper Slurpee, but that's just me. I'm not speaking for everybody. Yes. And since I've got a little older and realized that Slurpees are, frankly, frozen diabetes juice, I've cut back on my Slurpee consumption. I think I've had one this summer. Okay. 
How many you had, Tristan? Ten? You know ten? Yeah. Whoa. Didn't we used to have Slurpee cards? Yes. Way back in the day. one was free. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> What's your Slurpee story? I, I like the mix, but I'm, I'm a fan of, like, the orange and the grape and the cream soda. Ooh, swamp co- water, we call that. Oh, yeah. But, they, but, but the, the brown ones, the Coke and the Dr. Pepper and, like, the dark ones, I don't – I'm not a fan of those. I like the colorful, all the different colors. Cream soda is fire. Oh, yeah. So good. Or blue raspberry. That's always good, too. Um, for sure. But he hit on some with the marketing. I mean, it was the NHL Collector Cups that got him to go. Cool. You talk about it with season tickets. You said, was it Lancaster, Reed? Those guys would go to Milestone, set up a fold-up. My Dale. My, my Dale. Dale. Okay, set up the fold-up table and sell season tickets. So you might buy your ticket because you're buying it from the star. There's a reason, right? You know, they had Dr. Pepper. The other one didn't. There's <laughs> reasons that you go. Mostly it's out of convenience, but sometimes it's something else. It's football Friday, Flame Tech, and this is, again, off-ramp to Crazy Town, and I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. And James in Borden, Manitoba, writes in and says, I love seeing Jeff the Stamps fan and Rod getting along. Rod's in a great mood today. Pepsi slush forever. Ah! Poll question, what's the best Slurpee favor? I'll pick Dr. Pepper. What do you pick? Cream soda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clark? Cream. You got a two? So there's two for cream soda. Tristan? Pepsi. We need a fourth. Or other. Or other. Can we tweet that now? A secondary poll. Please tweet that. For Capital Automall Universal Collision Center today. And you know what we just missed like four, four days ago, five days ago? What? Um, July 11th is free Slurpee Day because it's 7-11. Come on. Seventh month, 11th day. Free Slurpee How Day. How did I not know about that? You didn't know about that? No. So we didn't go. But that's always been a thing. 7-11, July 11th is free Slurpee Day at 7-11. Here they go. Nice work, Clark's asking our viewers, our streaming viewers, what's your favorite go-to? Nelson Hackowitz says, anything blue. Hmm. Monty in Saskatoon says, Coke. Chris Bird in Toronto, Coke. Jeff Stamp says, orange for me. Orange crush. They'll like this one back home. We had a place called the Bargain Bin, like the convenience store. Yeah. And they made these things. They called them corksicles. And other people have different versions. But it was slush. And soft serve ice cream, blended up, and you drank that. Fire! Really good. You ever had moose milk from A&W? No. It's one half root beer and one half cream. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Moose milk, they call it. I keep it behind the counter. You got to ask for it. Um, Prairie Mobile. Sorry, say this again. Capital Automall Universal Collision Center poll question is, are you still carrying a mask with you? Over 70% on Twitter saying, yes, they are. Uh, this, what's going on in Canada, yes. I, just, I don't understand. Same on Facebook. Same on Facebook. Prairie Mobile text line here. Good day, guys. This is from Deb in Toronto from the 416. She's watching on Game Plus Television Network, and she says, Oh, my God, here in Toronto, we still can't go anywhere without a mask on and hand sanitizing going in and out of places. Signed, Deb. So maybe I got a little uh, ahead of myself with the poll question today. Because, yeah, if you're in Ontario, you got to take a mask. And Manitoba, too, I think. It's here in Alberta. Saskatchewan and Alberta. Are the two. And, and throughout the states. Wide open. Yeah. We'll take a timeout. 
We'll take a timeout. I never did get to my sports update, so hang on. We'll continue the Slurpee discussion and more. You're watching the RP Show. Believe it or not, it is a Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. That's your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Thanks for waiting through the break, and I don't even want to talk sports. All I want to talk about is Slurpees for the rest of the day. I know. And so Sean's watching on Game Plus Television in Vancouver. He says, Dr. Pepper, all the way. And we're going to settle this today on a Flame Tech Football Friday. What is your favorite? What is the best 7-Eleven Slurpee flavor? And right out of the gate, Dr. Pepper's leading with 50%, followed by 40% cream soda, 0% Coke. And 10% other. So mine is Dr. Pepper. You said what? What? Cream soda. Cream soda. Yeah. Listen, they say you never forget your first. That's what they say. So remember, you people in Saskatchewan will appreciate this. My first Slurpee wasn't even a Slurpee. It was, I don't even know what we called it. It was at Byright Drugstore. My brother, uh, he drove a little silver sports car. I can't, I'm not a car guy, right? I don't know what it was. Yeah. A laser or something? So anyways, we get these Slurpees, first I've ever had. We get a couple miles south of the city. This is farm kid talk here. And I'm just like. (laughs) 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 Froze my, I thought I was going to die. Oh, yeah. Thought I was going to (laughs) die. Do you remember the first the, one you ever had? Yeah, the first... I can't get enough of this thing. Well, yes, and the first time that? you get brain freeze, you literally think you're going to die. You're like, what did I do? That's what did I it, had. Like, did I drink this and it went up into my I brain? I everything from my belly button up. <laughs> first one. Yeah. Did you ever find a way to get rid of Slurpee brain freeze? I found if you force yourself to belch, it okay. warms up your throat. That, I can do it. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it was at the Shell gas that? station in Winyard. It was a couple blocks from the house. We had to. We would walk over there and, and get Slurpees. But uh, back, unreal. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. It's all I want to talk about. I know. Sports update: The Edmonton Stingers led from start to finish, topping the Hamilton Honey Badgers 99-63 Thursday night at First Ontario Center in Canadian Elite Basketball League play. With the win, the reigning league champions have completed half of their 14-game schedule and are still undefeated. Tonight, it's. The Guelph Nighthawks at the Saskatchewan Rattlers, 7 p.m. at Sastel Center, and we're going. Yeah. The Atlanta Braves have acquired Jock Peterson in a trade with Chicago Cubs, bolstering their outfield after losing Ronald Acuna Jr. to a season-ending knee injury. Atlanta sent minor league first baseman Bryce Ball to Chicago for Jock. No relation, who's batting 230 this year with 11 homers. The Colorado Avalanche have sent uh, veteran defenseman Ryan Graves to the New Jersey Devils in a move made with an eye on the upcoming expansion draft. Of the Seattle Kraken, in exchange, the Avs acquired forward Mikhail Maltsev in a second-round selection in the 2021 draft from New Jersey. I don't know if you followed this, Moose, or not. We talked about the um, expansion, uh, the protected list going to be announced tomorrow. The rumor I heard was the Kraken are telling teams, if you don't want us to take one of your players, we're going to need a first-round pick or a third-round pick. That's right. So that is still happening. Oh, yeah. The Golden Knights started it, and... 
That's just what we're hearing. Tomorrow's a big day. Well, it's a huge day. And you wonder how many of those deals are going to get done in the next 24 hours. You wonder, you know, how much, what, what situation are a lot of teams in where they really are at risk of exposing a really great player. And those deals, I think those deals will happen. Maybe not as frequently as we saw with Vegas, but they'll happen. Producer Clark says it's the most important poll we've ever had. What is the best Slurpee flavor? Dr. Pepper all day. Uh, Louis Osthausen was leading the way to British Open after day one, cheered on by the biggest golf crowd since the COVID-19 outbreak. Osthausen opened with a 664 yesterday to take the early lead, t- early lead. Today, Colin Morikawa and Jordan Spieth lead at nine under. The only guy that wears more under armor than me, Darren, Jordan Spieth, is tied <laughs> for the lead with Colin Morikawa. And uh, Louis Oosthuizen is a shot off the pace at eight under. He's in third. And we got to talk about this story off the top an hour, too. What percentage do you think of NFL players are vaccinated? What, how many do you think? Ooh. Right now, as we approach training camp two weeks away. 40. What, what'd you say? 40. 50%. Woo. So we're talking about that next hour. Tap Brewhouse and Red Bull Canada bringing in the sports update. Hour two coming up on Game Plus right after this break. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com.